0: Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. Each week, you will encounter me, Daniel Gundlach, as your host, guiding you along a magical route that will bring us closer to the voices of those singers that most enchant and transform us, no matter what else is going on in the world. Thank you for joining me on that path. This week's episode. Hey everybody, I'm still in New York and will be for this episode and next episode. I'm so glad that so many of you enjoyed Roberta Alexander's tribute to American music this past week. Since I posted that episode, it has just been one stress after another. I'm here on a mission of mercy helping my not-boyfriend downsize to a new apartment, and it has just been something. But we did take time to go see Funny Girl last night. I can't tell you how disappointed I was in what we saw up there. It was nowhere near the caliber of what we saw recently in performances of Some Like It Hot and New York, New York, which were both out of this world. Last night's Funny Girl was extremely earthbound, but I thought that I would lead off with this week's subject, singing the 11 o'clock number from that show, the music that makes me dance. And by the way, this singer, at the time of this recording, was aged 70 years old.
1: Light of two eyes that adore him. Bore
2: him it might,
1: but he won't leave my sight for a glass.
0: is that dulcet-voiced singer? Well, I'm sure you figured it out given the title of the episode. It's Eileen Farrell. And boy, who doesn't love Eileen Farrell? I don't know anybody. Do you? I didn't think so. But one of Eileen's biggest fans, in fact, is last week's subject, Roberta Alexander. In fact, when I lunched with her in Berlin in the spring of, what year was that, 2022, she told me about an experience she had hearing for the first time on the radio Eileen Farrell singing the following song. And it so overwhelmed her that she had to pull her car over to the side of the road because it affected her so profoundly. And here is that very recording, Eileen Farrell, accompanied by Andre Previn and his orchestra, singing Spring is Here from Rogers and Hart's musical I Married an Angel. And what Roberta remarked upon to me and what I would like to bring to your attention is the way that she sings the following words. Maybe it's because nobody needs me. As she remarks... No register break at all. But more than that, it's the palpable longing in the sound. And also, as she remarked to me, the arrangement by André Previn is something very, very special. ¶¶ Eileen Farrell was only 21 years old, she got her own radio program, called Eileen Farrell Sings, and from 1941 to 1945, she was featured on CBS radio. Her programs consisted of a wide range of music, from the Great American Songbook to operatic selections. Eileen Farrell was, was but a reluctant opera singer, she never enjoyed being on stage particularly, and in fact, the repertoire for which she is most celebrated, the operas of Richard Wagner, she never actually performed in staged performances. Now, I did a full episode on her, Good Heavens, was it two summers ago? and it covered the full panoply of her accomplishment. Today, I'm going to focus into two contrasting aspects of her artistry. Not just the pop music that we just heard, but also the music of Johann Sebastian Bach. Here's an excerpt from her 1960 recording with the Bach aria group of the opening aria from Bach's Wedding Cantata, Weichet nur Betrübte Schatten. No! I've also done a full episode on the Bach Aria group back a couple of years ago. They were an astonishing group in so many different ways. They were founded in the year 1946 by the Bach scholar, philanthropist, and collector William H. Scheide whose grandfather had struck oil, I believe. Anyway, the family was enormously wealthy, and Scheide's father had begun collecting manuscripts, which in turn were then donated to Princeton in later years. There was a documentary that was produced on the Bach Aria group in the 1950s, and this was the banner at the beginning of that
3: documentary. Few periods in history could be more different in mood than the time of Bach and our own. I would say that still applies. The joy of living, of Baroque culture, and a transcendent religious faith characterize Bach's life and work. It is a far cry from the harshness and furious tempo of the world in which we live, Oi, they, I
0: can certainly support that contention, having stood online
3: at the TKTS booth yesterday for more than an hour. Oi. Many creative forces, however, challenge our time, trying to reconcile its contradictory elements. Within this context, the film traces the rehearsal work of the Bach Aria Group, a unique ensemble of vocalists and instrumentalists, first organized in 1946. By William H. Scheide. In reintroducing the little known arias from Bach's more than 200 cantatas, the group has offered to radio, record, and concert audiences a new Bach, gay and buoyant, yet spiritual and deeply moving. Well, this is the first that I've ever heard anybody suggest that Bach was gay. <laughs> The group's work represents an attempt to bridge two centuries and to bring the present day something of the strength, the inspiration, and the peace of mind of Johann Sebastian Bach. By the time
0: Eileen Farrell left CBS Radio, she was looking for new performance opportunities, and I'm not sure exactly when, it was either the very late 40s or the early 50s, she became involved with the Bach Aria Group, with whom she appeared, as the blurb says,
3: on radio, record, and in concert.
0: The recordings she made for the Bach Aria Group were released on RCA and American Decca between the years 1954 and 1961 or 62, and we'll be hearing excerpts from those recordings today. Oh, and by the way, I really need to mention this. Some of the core members of the group were not only the vocalists, who ranged from Jan Pierce, Carol Smith, and Norman Farrell, who were the core group when Farrell was singing with them, but also other artists such as Lois Marshall, Maureen Forrester, Richard Lewis, Mac Harrell, William Warfield, Jenny tourell, Eleanor Steber. I mean, this was an amazing component of vocalists but alongside these vocalists we also had extraordinary instrumentalists including the oboist that we just heard in the vaichitnoa robert bloom the flautists samuel baron and julius baker the violinist maurice wilk and the cellist bernard greenhouse who was of course one half of the continuo the keyboard continuo was played by an amazing bunch of artists, beginning with Sergius Kagan. Then it was Erich Aitor Kahn, who was also an accompanist for Jenny Tourell, as well as a composer. And then Paul Ulanovsky whom we know from his work with Lotte Lehmann, whom we just celebrated a few weeks ago in episode 200. So this is a pretty choice group of singers and instrumentalists. Another of their albums that they made for American Decca included a complete performance of Cantata 58, Ach Gott, wie manches Herze Ah oh God, how much heartache do I encounter. We all know about the Bachian theology. I've discussed it many times on this podcast, and I am convinced that it must not be an impediment. And in fact, if we look at it as an expression of Bach's faith, we can see how, even if we might have issues with that particular theology, there's so much to be gleaned from the music itself. Let us listen now to Eileen Farrell sing the soprano aria from Ach Gott, wie manches herze leid. Ich bin vergnügt in meinem Leiden. And (laughs) I hesitate to even read the text to you, but I shall. I am content in my sorrow, for God is my confidence. I have the certain letter and seal, and this is the secure bolt that even hell itself cannot break. In this aria, we hear Eileen Farrell and the violin obbligato of Maurice Wilk, an enormously gifted violinist who died in 1963 at the age of 35 of a heart attack. <laughs> now let's look at that other side shall we of eileen farrell's incredible artistry this is the thrice familiar song fly me to the moon an original composition words and music by bart howard he's certainly most famous for this song Those of you who heard my Mabel Mercer episode at the beginning of this season may remember that he worked closely with her when he was very young, but he also had close working relationships with Johnny Mathis, Iritha Kitt, Peggy Lee, and Felicia Sanders, another favorite of mine. The song was originally written for Kay Ballard who recorded it, and eventually it was recorded by nearly everybody under the sun, including this memorable version from the year 1959 by Eileen Farrell, accompanied here as she was in her first two pop albums for Columbia Records by Luther Henderson and his orchestra.
2: (laughs)
1: Let's often use many words to say a simple thing. It takes thought and time and rhyme to make a poem sing. With music and words I've been playing, for you I have written a song. To be sure that you'll know what I'm saying I'll translate As I go
2: along
1: Fly me to the moon And let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Darling, kiss me Fill my heart with song And let me sing forevermore I worship and adore In other words
0: Anderson, by the way, was an exceptional African-American arranger, composer, orchestrator who worked very closely with Duke Ellington, Julie Stein, Johnny Mercer, Billy Strayhorn, and with Lena Horne in her one-woman show. One of his final Broadway credits was for songwriting for Jelly's Last Jam, for which he received a 1992 Tony Award nomination. Let's listen to another song about the moon, shall we? Another pop standard, another so-called one-hit wonder by the composer Morgan Lewis, words by Nancy Hamilton. This is the song How High the Moon, which of course is very famous from the version that Ella sang live in Berlin but there are many other singers who took on this song as well, including Eileen Farrell in one of her last recordings, this one conducted and arranged by Robert Farnon in the year 1993. Robert Farnon was a Canadian composer, conductor, arranger, and trumpeter who lived from 1917 to 2005. He wrote not only light music, but film scores, classical concert music, he also music-directed a number of iconic albums by Sarah Vaughan, Tony Bennett, Lena Horne, and, late in her career, Eileen Farrell. <laughs>
1: Somewhere there's heaven How high the
2: moon
1: There is no moon above When love is far away too Till it comes true That you love me As I love you Somewhere there's
2: music It's where you are
1: Somewhere there's
2: Heaven,
1: how near, how far, the darkest night would shine, if you would come to me soon, until you will, how still my heart, how high the moon. Darkest night would shine if you would come to me soon until you.
0: Let us turn again to Bach. This was the first Bach recording that Eileen Farrell made with the Bach Aria group in the year 1954 for RCA Records. It was a complete recording of the cantata, Jesu nun sei gepreiset, BWV 41, and this is the exquisite aria, Lass uns, o höchster Gott, das Jahr vollbringen. Cantata 41 is a cantata for the new year, and the words reflect this. Let us, O highest God, complete the year, so that its end may be like this beginning. May your hand remain with us, so that later, at the close of the year, with an abundance of blessings, we will, as now, sing a hallelujah. The instrumentalists we hear in this recording are three oboists. Robert Bloom is joined by Harry Schulman and Earl Schuster, and the continual group here is Bernard Greenhouse on cello and Erich Eitro-Kahn on piano. I'm a I certainly hope that those of you hearing the Bach aria group for the first time are able to overlook what is certainly not period performance practice. To me, the fact that these singers and players perform with such line, with such grace, with such legato, with such poise, with such gorgeous phrasing, and something that we're not so used to hearing in Bach these days, with such power, is something that transcends any questions of the style of the time. It may be a different way of performing Bach, but I suggest, as I have suggested on previous podcasts, that it is an equally valid way of performing, listening to, and experiencing this music. Now we shall hear the closing restative and duet Well, it's really an aria with chorale, from cantata 58, Ach Gott, wie manches herze leid. Feral herself sings the restative. If the world cannot cease to persecute and hate me, God's hand shows me a different land. Ah, if only it could happen today that I might see my Eden. And the cantata closes with a chorale and aria. The soprano sings the chorale. Ich hab für mir ein schwerer Reis. I have a difficult journey before me to you in heaven's paradise. There is my true fatherland for which you have shed your blood. Underneath the intonation of that chorale we hear a rapid-fire bass aria. Nur getrost, ihr Herzen. Be comforted now, you hearts. Here is fear, their blessedness. As the bass soloist, we hear the Canadian bass baritone Norman Farrow, who sang with the Bach aria group from its very earliest inception in 1946 through to 1980. Norman Farrow's work in Bach was certainly his greatest artistic accomplishment. It's a voice of both size and flexibility, and boy, These two make quite a powerhouse team of vocalists. standards. First is from a 1961 pop album, Eileen Farrell's third for Columbia Records. This was called This Fling Called Love, and she is accompanied here by Percy Faith and his orchestra. Now, these are very string-heavy, very soupy arrangements. I don't mind them. I find them, again, very much of the period, and as such enormously enjoyable. This is the song My Romance by Rodgers and Hart from the musical extravaganza Jumbo.
1: My romance doesn't have to have My romance doesn't need a blue lagoon standing by, no, my. My romance doesn't need a castle rising in Spain, nor a dance to a constantly surprise.
0: Approximately 1987 through 1993 or 94, Eileen Farrell recorded practically, I think, almost a dozen pop albums, and they belie her age, I have to say. This was a woman right at the cusp of 70, and finally even beyond that age, singing circles around almost anybody else that ever lived. There are so many great albums From this time, and they're not terribly well circulated or well known. Certainly, the pop albums, the crossover albums that Farrell made for Columbia are much better known, but I suggest to you that these recordings also have a great deal to offer. They feature arrangements both by Robert Farnan, as we heard in How High the Moon, and Lunas McGlowan about whom I shall have much more to say at the end of the episode. Lunas McGloughan was Eileen Farrell's music director for many of these late career pop albums. Most of these were for a smaller ensemble of Crackerjack players, which always included McGloughan himself on the piano. In her 1989 Harold Arlen album, he arranged a wonderful mashup of two songs by Harold Arlen and Yip Harburg. One less familiar than the other. One of Judy Garland's last film projects was a 1962 animated feature called Gay Puri. Get it? Speaking of which, someone has something to say. Yes, that was once again a guest appearance by the delectable Callisto, whom I have been sitting with this past week. And she's quite excited about this next selection. And the film, gave Paris, because it's all about kitty cats living in Paris. It starred the voices of Judy Garland and Robert Goulet. The animated film was well-received at the time, but has sort of fallen into unjust neglect. There are a number of wonderful songs that Arlen and Harburg wrote for that movie, including the one that Farrell and Lunas McLowan do here, Little Drops of Rain. I don't think it's a coincidence that the song has a similar pathos as Over the Rainbow, although it may not be as great a song. It's still a beautiful song that has to do with getting a message from nature, from the sky, and I think Lunas McGlowan does a beautiful mashup of Little Drops of Rain with Over the Rainbow. I'm completely enchanted and beguiled by it and by Eileen Farrell's performance of those two songs. ¶¶
1: of rain little grains of sand make the mighty ocean and the pleasant land little notes that sing little words the mighty memories and the dreams of time
2: never let a minute lie there on the shelf for there may be
1: Have I heard of once in a lullaby?
0: ready for a little bit more Bach? Good! We're going to hear in a 1959 recording Mein Gläubiges Herze, performed by Eileen Farrell with the Bach Aria Group. Now, I remember that my sister, who went to parochial school, learned this in her music class. What was it called?
1: My heart ever faithful, sing praises, be joyful.
0: Yeah, I like it better in Farrell's version. My sister used to run around the house at about the age of, I don't know, six or seven, singing this incessantly, and the fact that I still love this aria is a testament to the power of Bach's music. The hard-working cellist we hear on the continual part is Bernard Greenhouse standards for us as the episode winds to a close. By the way, I did want to mention to you I had promised a Roberta Alexander bonus episode. It's coming. I have the selections all picked. I just have to record the narration and put it up there. And I also have a bonus Eileen Farrell episode. In the early 90s, the label that she was recording for called Reference Recordings, put out a collection called My Very Best, which included excerpts from all of the pop albums that Eileen Farrell had made up until that point. That is going to be the content on the Eileen Farrell bonus episode. So those things are available for my Patreon supporters I think you guys know the spiel by now. If you'd like to donate, and I really hope that you would like to provide financial support for the podcast, please go to patreon.com countermelody, and you can make either a monthly or a yearly contribution to the upkeep of the podcast. These two episodes that I am posting this weekend constitute bonus episodes 67 and 68. I have been putting out weekly ones. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to maintain that pace through the rest of the summer, but I will put out at least two a month, I promise, I promise, including a really special one for next week's very, very special episode, which is a tribute to my dear friend Jerry Hadley. To those of you who do contribute and who do listen to the bonus episodes, please accept my deep and perpetual gratitude. Anyway, let's finish with two more pop standards and one Bach aria, okay? I'm so pleased that you joined me for this, and it's been a real joy for me to revisit the late career pop recordings of Eileen Farrell. This is from the album entitled Torch Songs. And this is a hell of a torch song. It's black coffee. They don't get any torchier than this. The song was composed by Sonny Burke to words by Paul Francis Webster. And in this case, we hear Lunas McGloan, but also a wonderful cache of soloists. Joe Wilder on trumpet, Phil Thompson on saxophone. Greg Hislop on guitar, Terry Peoples on bass, and Bill Stowe on percussion.
1: Now a man is born to go a-lovin', a woman's born to weep and fret, to stay at home and tend her oven, and drown her past regrets, In coffee and cigarettes I'm feeling mighty lonesome Haven't slept a wink I walk the floor and watch the door And in between I drink Black coffee Love's a hand-me-down I'll never know a Sunday In this weekday room. I'm talking to the shadows One o'clock to four Lord, how slow the moments go When all I do is pour Black coffee Since the blues caught my eye All the morning and morning, all the night, and in between it's nicotine and not much heart to fight.
0: I'd like to say a bit more about Lunas McGlowan, whom I mentioned earlier. What an amazing figure Lunas McGlowen was. He wasn't just a music director and a pianist, although he does amazing work in both of those fields. He also was a composer, a songwriter, and some of his most important works were composed in collaboration with Alec Wilder. Now, last week, we heard Alec Wilder's amazing song, Did You Ever Cross Over to Sneedon's, as sung by the inimitable Roberta Alexander. You may recall that I nominated that song as perhaps the saddest song ever written. But there are some other great songs that Alec Wilder wrote, often in collaboration with artists like Lunas McGloan as well as another lyricist, William Engvick, with whom Wilder wrote an extraordinary number of songs. One of these days, I'm going to land you with a full episode on Alec Wilder, whom I consider to be an unsung musical genius, and there are many others who feel the same way. Here is a beautiful late-career song by Alec Wilder written in collaboration. With Lunas McGloan. This is Blackberry Winter, a song composed in, I think it was 1976. It's such a gorgeous song, and I just can't help but play the entire thing for you, including the instrumental breaks, which includes a wonderful trumpet solo by Joe Wilder. <laughs>
1: Every winter comes without a warning, just when you think that spring's around to stay. So you wake up on a cold, rainy morning, and wonder what on earth became of May. Blackberry winter only lasts a few days Just long enough to get you feeling sad When you think of all the love that you wasted On someone whom you never Get over losing you. But I've had to learn that life goes on. And the memories grow dim like a half forgotten song till a blackberry winter reminds me you are gone. And I get so lonely, most of all in springtime. I wish I could enjoy the first of May, but I know it means that blackberry winter is not too far away. get over losing you, but I've had to learn that life goes on, and the memories grow dim like a half-forgotten song, till a blackberry winter reminds me. So lonely, most of all in springtime, I wish I could enjoy the first of May, but I know it means that blackberry winter is not too far away.
2: Cold, lonely.
0: at the age of 82 on the 23rd of March 2002. There are very few singers that I have experienced whose work has moved me and transported me so consistently as that of Eileen Farrell. I'm going to close the episode with one final Bach aria, a recording from the year 1954 from the cantata Herr Jesu Christ war Mensch und Gott number 127. This is Die Seele ruht in Jesu Hände, and we hear a full contingent of amazing instrumentalists playing alongside Eileen Farrell, Robert Bloom oboe, Julius Baker and Samuel Barron flute, Maurice Wilk violin, Bernard Greenhouse cello, and Erich Khan, pianist. Die Seele ruht in Jesu Händen, wenn Erde diesen Leib bedeckt. Ach, ruft mich bald, ihr Sterbeglocken, ich bin zum Sterben unerschrocken. Mich Jesus the soul rests in Jesus' hands when earth covers this body. Call me soon, you death knell. I am unafraid of death, because my Jesus will awaken me again. Friends, keep the song in your hearts and Daniel Gondla.